We should be like peacekeepers or like I don't have that negotiators. No, not anymore because I've built a business of my ideal clientele and all the people that come to me are yeah, like specifically now if I don't like someone, I'm just like I don't think uh, you like me. You can leave. Why are we doing this? Why yeah. are we in this relationship? Yeah, you don't like me. I don't oh like God. you. We need to get better at firing our clients. That's such a hard word for people. They get really triggered by it. Fire. But <laughs> like they're really hurt by it. Well, if you yell fire. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Sid Sharice. And I'm David Bosher. And you're listening to Destroy the Hairdresser, the podcast. Where we teach you to salon differently. Sid, have you heard of this company called Hair Story? You mean the styling line that features essentials for everybody? Yeah, it's the same styling line that allows you to sell retail online and still make a large commission. I'm pretty sure it enhances natural texture and health and makes curls very happy. It also works for my really stick straight hair. Let's tell our listeners how they can get a free product from Hair Story. Go to hairstory.com slash DTH. I just got a new customized booking website. That's genius. Yeah, Gloss Genius. Gloss Genius has one of the lowest processing fees in the industry at 2.6% with no hidden fees and free same-day deposits. DTH listeners get their first month free on us as well as your very own stunning credit card reader, an $80 value. To sign up, visit dth.glossgenius.com. So today we're going to be talking about funny memes and funny stories. Yeah, we need a lighthearted, a lighthearted show. I think we have some really awesome guests coming on and we're diving into some really deep, uncomfortable topics. So mm-hmm. we were just like, let's just do a shit show. We got to lighten that <laughs> shit up. So I don't know about you, but there are all these memes. I'm trying to look at the phone and record. But there are all these memes. One of my favorites is Connor... James Doyle. Yeah. Is that the name? Oh my God. Connor JMD on Instagram. So fucking funny. Connor, if you're out there, come on the podcast. Yes. I secretly want him to come on the podcast. Tag him, tell he him he said hi. A gorgeous accent. I love his hair work. He's hilarious. But if you haven't seen his memes, they're just hilarious. They're just all things that hairdressers are thinking, all things that hairdressers are experiencing. And he just makes me laugh. I when you sent that to me, and then we had to post it on our account. But I was cry laughing because we've all been there. So let me set the mood for those of you that have not seen this reel or this. I mean, meme. you can just tell them exactly what it said. I mean, it literally there. says like it's. <laughs> it's like I'm just gonna tone your hair real quick, and he's like holding a glass of water and like shaking as he's trying to drink with it. Or uh, I just have to check your foils. Or I'm just and start gonna, shaking. Yeah, it's just like we've all been there. My where, favorite is when he says, oh, who cut your hair last time? <laughs> and you she did. says, you did. <laughs> that is... Clown face. That is real. I have, I have done, done that. that. <laughs> I've said, I'm like, who foiled your hair? You did. I'm like, oh yeah, that was me. Yeah, I You feel like such times. a fucking idiot in that moment. You're just like... I'm like, I haven't seen you in three months. Now. You cut this. You fucking cut it, you idiot. That's me. Well, I'm going to cut it differently and better this time. And I'm going to pay you because... <laughs> oh my god the uh, hair wor- Instagram was made for hairdressers I don't know who else is benefiting as mm-mm. greatly as we are but 
It's funny. I really don't see anybody else on there. <laughs> I see so many hairdressers. I'm like, I see hairdressers and like people with dogs. Yeah. Like that's pretty much all I see. Yeah. It is curated for me. I did a whole talk on that. Like how my girlfriend who's a Gen X will be like, oh, you bought that off Instagram? Like, yeah, it is made for me. What are you talking about? Like, this was, <laughs> or this people is that are mine. Like, or I, people that are like, I don't, I turn all my notifications out, all my settings off because I don't want, you know, Instagram or Alexa hearing me. I'm like, that's exactly the benefit of yeah. having these items. I is love that when they, I say I need new underwear and then new underwear pops up on my feed. <laughs> I'm not a criminal, people. Give me the curation. I know. I like, I love that too. I'll be like, we should watch the new Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, all I get is cool Avengers things. Yeah. You know, like I want... You don't even have to watch it now. You've seen so many spoilers. Exactly. I want that material. And that is what social media has given us. And I don't know what everyone's problem is. And by the way, people that don't like it are also benefiting greatly. Absolutely. From all that curation. Don't let them fool you. Exactly. That's exactly what it's for. It's a little brainwashy, but I'm I mean, not mad at it. It's not brainwashy as much, much as it's like mind reading. Yeah, that's what I was going for. I mean, of course you're going to buy it. Yeah. You wanted it the whole time. The whole time. All they're doing is bringing it closer. Sometimes it shows me things I don't even know I want to buy. I didn't even know I needed that. I love plants. And so my social media will show me like bizarre little atrium plant things. And I love it. Oh my gosh. And I could spend hours and thousands of dollars. Yeah. On all this plant crap. Literally take my money. But going back to the the funny memes, we wanted to talk about like those crazy client experiences and how we've all been there. Like we've all been there just terrified on the back end. I say that hairdressers are like the biggest chameleons. Yeah. Like we can absolutely transform or create like a whole different situation. Like even the people that are like introverts are total like, We've created the game of playing. Like we can play the field and say what we need to say. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I love it. I love Uh, that we have that kind of tool. Like we should be like peacekeepers or like I don't have negotiators. No, not anymore because I've built a business of my ideal clientele, and all the people that come to me are yeah. Like now, if I don't like someone, I'm just like I don't think I like you. (laughs) I don't think I like you. I don't think uh, you like me. You can leave. Why are we doing this? Why yeah. are we in this relationship? Yeah, you don't like me. I don't oh like God. you. We need to get better at firing our clients. That's such a hard word for people. They get really triggered by it. Fire. But <laughs> like they're really hurt by it. Well, if you yell fire. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't yell it. just scream fire at your client. <laughs> just, <laughs> just gently. And as with... Assertive, conviction. Yeah, be assertive. But yeah, uh, if you yell fire, fire you're probably going to cause problems. Yeah, but I think we need to fire more people. I have a student that raised her prices twice since being in coaching and fired 50% of her clientele. <laughs> and then now is rebuilding that. So she didn't lose the clients because of the price raise. She had to fire them because she spent so much time not setting any boundaries. Yeah. And not like charging her worth and value. So she had these just shithead people. I don't understand how people can treat other people like that. I mean, I get why people do it because they're angry and they're frustrated. They're entitled. They're angry. They're frustrated. I mean, I had a student tell me that they had a client come in and the client said, do you think that you should be charging what you're charging without a college degree? (laughs) 
Yeah. Can you imagine someone saying that? I mean, I would have slapped her in the face. <laughs> I would have slapped her in the mouth, but it would have been very reactive. Let I would me not tell you how much more money we hairdressers without college degrees made <laughs> over so-and-so that went to Harvard and is still, still living paying, at home. Yeah, and, and paying off college debt. Yeah. Sorry about it. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe someone said that. Yeah. Do you think that you're worth charging that much without a college degree? I'm already thinking of like... I can already think a bunch of memes. <laughs> yeah. I can think of tons of memes. You know what's that funny that we do too as hairdressers one. that did go to college? We like to remind people that, <laughs> oh, I went to college. I have a college degree. I just, I chose to be a hairstylist. Why do yeah. we say that? Because we don't want people to think we're dumb. We're not dumb though. I know. We don't We're business debt. owners. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, people? I think it's going to get real. When hairdressers are making more than like dentists. That's happening yeah, a lot. People are going to get real mad about yeah. it. I was thinking about clients who like to tell us that's not how their hairdresser in Florida does it. Have you ever had that? Or if you're in Florida, that's not how my hairdresser in New York does it. Yeah. It's like, well, if that's not how they do it, then go the fuck back to them. Well, yeah. <laughs> I love also when they have different hairdressers in different states and then they bring the formula. This is my favorite. Oh my they bring God. the formula. Sometimes even the color. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't use the same thing. They're like, my hairdresser do things differently. uses a quality line. It's Clairol. <laughs> and I don't want to use anything but Clairol on my head. Yeah. And you're like, okay, Susan, whatever you think you it's need. It's not happening. Nope. Not today, lady. It's like, okay, we won't use Davines. We'll use Clairol. I think we're sharing a lot more crazy clients from our students because the amount of people that come to me, like students that come to me and they're like, they'll send me screenshots of what these clients are saying. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so shocked. Like one of my, my, my newest students, he raised his prices and we don't, we don't play around, destroy the hairdresser. <laughs> I don't that? know why I like to do that voice. What was that voice? It like, just, who is he? <laughs> my innards. That's what I feel like it is. But <laughs> my alter ego. We were not playing around. I was like, we have to raise your prices. You have not given yourself a price raise in like the past five years. Let's do this. Like you want to open the salon in the next year. Let's start to just mess things up. Right. So he raised his prices and this client sent the most passive aggressive client response I've ever seen in my life. I had to read it a few times because I felt gaslit on the other side, but I also... <laughs> I thought you were going to say I felt gassy. <laughs> but, also, but maybe a little. <laughs> a little. It rumbled my tummy for sure. But <laughs> the idea to... Like, okay, so back to it. I can't get distracted. <laughs> so this letter was so aggressive so sweetly aggressive. It started out being very much like, oh, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely a Gemini. <laughs> oh my God. My ex was a Gemini and did this to me. He's like, I wish you the best, but fuck you. Like, I wish you the best. You're a fucking bitch. Yeah. But I do wish that you are lovely. But you are lovely. <laughs> that was this letter. And my student didn't even know what to, how to respond. It was like, is she mad at me? But it basically was like, I'm so happy for you, but I will not be coming back to you. Because I think that this price point is insane. But, you know, I really loved you. And it was so manipulative. And it was. I pictured, like, if it was in person, that she was, like, walking away, but kind of, like, looking back, like, Like, are you going to. It was almost like she was putting this email out. And I'm really curious. I can't wait to see if she actually. Did he respond? Okay. Yeah. Like, it was very brief, like, that. Okay, next time. Like, 
I can't wait to see if she actually comes back because the way the letter was set up, it was almost like, and I'm pretty sure it was like a Facebook DM. Like it wasn't even like a text or anything. Like, (laughs) so it was like, the thing about it, it was almost like she was baiting him for him to go, well, I'll still charge you the same. Yeah. I'll still. Because you love me so much. Yeah. All I need is your love. Your family. Your your family. That one irritates the hell out of me. They're not family. You're not my family. You don't pay my fucking bills. Yeah. And you'll leave me in a drop of a hat if I freaking break my wrist. So they probably did that to their family too. Yeah. So (laughs) I was like, she can go. (laughs) And if she wants to stay with you, then she'll pay your new prices. And that's that. And I think that's... The sad part is that she probably won't go. Yeah. And he'll be stuck with her forever and just have to hear about it. And the whole point of the price raise was to get rid of her. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> have to raise his price everyone again. I work with that raises their prices they're like oh it'll get rid of some of those people I don't like nope it won't yeah I saw another meme or a TikTok or something since we're we're on that topic of this lady oh god I don't even know how to describe this on a podcast okay so she kept telling the hairdresser like she's pointing at the oh, front of her yes. hair and she's pointing her finger like at her collarbone so underneath the collarbone is like a foot of hair yeah like six (laughs) inches of hair okay so and she keeps pointing she's like that's where i want to cut so obviously hair in the front is shorter than the back so she loses like 12 inches on the back and so the hairstylist is cutting it and then the client is looking at whoever's recording the video and and she like i want this much she does like she makes like the sign for an like inch. Just a trim. Just a trim. You know, the little like pinchy fingers. And it's clearly not. And the hairdresser's face just like falls off onto the floor. And I, we have all been there too. Like, I hope she does a follow up. This is you. so, imp- this is why consultation education is so important. I'm going to start handing the sheet scissors. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start handing scissors. the scissors to my clients and say, cut where you want me to start. The scissors. Yeah. You cut, you cut. Oh, you want it there? Cut that off. Yeah. You did it. That's what you told me. So I'm so, when I used to cut hair, I do not anymore. I'm strictly just a blonding specialist, but I would show them where it would be on the back. Like I would touch their back so they could see like, I know, whatever. I'm like, you do realize this is where it's going to sit because I don't think there's enough clarity. And I think I used to tell when I was in like technical education, I would tell all my students like, you have to treat your clients like you two speak completely different languages. And even if you think you're on the same page, you're probably not. Yeah. So it is so important to like have visual signs, which is why pictures are so good because a client can be like, I want ash. And as hairdressers, we're like, all green. right, let's let's <laughs> green, blue, violet you up. And they're like, oh my God, it's so dark. And you're like shaking. Like You're like, that's ash. Yeah. And so then you have to explain to them and they don't understand. We should never be in a situation where they're like, no, I wanted it like raspberry blonde ash. You're like, that's not how ash works. (laughs) We have to stop treating our clients like they're in hair school. They don't need to know what we learned. They did not spend the money for it. We did. That's why hourly pricing is (laughs) the solution. (laughs) Yes. Stop talking. It's going to cost $500 an hour. Yeah. But I had a client when I was younger, a gentleman. I always got scared doing men's haircutting. Not that there is men's hair, but if the client was male, I had a problem Mm -hmm. with it. Mainly because I was a young gay kid and I was afraid of weird straight men. Mm -hmm. I'm still afraid of weird straight men, actually. I think most of America is. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And there's a lot of them. Yeah. There's a lot of them. This guy came in years ago and he sat in my chair and he said he wanted a fade. Mm. Okay, so let me ask you, Sid. (laughs) What's a fade? What would you say if if you if heard fade, what? Describe it. He has long hair. Long, like how long? Like uh, Harry Styles long. Okay. 
Okay. And he wants a Who fade. Would cut that off. Why would he? Do well, that? well, he didn't look like Harry Styles. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't. It, let me just preface: it wasn't Harry Styles. It was a man who had the hair length of Harry Styles, and he wanted a fade. What, okay. What would your thought process be to do the service? I. Like as a hairdresser, or just like you want as a hairdresser. Brief? Like, what would okay. like what would you grab in that moment? Oh, the clippers, right? Well, I would probably cut off some of the hair and then do clippers. But okay, so clippers, yeah, and then I would literally use different guards to, to fade, fade it. it up. <laughs> yeah, to I, the well, temple line. Yeah, and then like real do short, some snazzy, yeah, but it has to be scissor work on the top. To me, faded is like yeah, really short. To I don't have to. Well, then there's this like the everyone. military fade where it's like. Ball, yeah. you know, what is that? Oh, that's a skin fade. Yeah, but either way, it's just know. shorter. From, the, from fade, it just gets shorter. It's like the ombre of haircutting. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine so, if someone came in and was like, Can I get the ombre cut? It's <laughs> probably Can you ombre my. So, yeah. so I'm a Veda trained, and a Veda taught us because they're sexist that men don't want to look in the mirror when they get their haircut. So, so you turn them. Yeah, you turn the man away from the mirror. Yeah. By the way, this is not true at all. <laughs> And if anything caused a lot of problems, believe. I don't know if they think that anymore, but that's what I, I doubt it. But I'm like, okay, I'm going to do a fade. He wants a fade, blah, 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 blah. And I get my clippers out and I'm fading the shit out of this hair. And to me, a fade is like, I started with a three or I started with like a two and then I ended up with a three and four and like, it was yeah, short. You're all it looked good. This. And so then I turn him around to look at it and he goes, what did you do to my hair? And I'm like, I faded it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can we pause? Pause? Pause. Did he not hear the sound of the clippers? I don't know. He, I don't know what happened. I mean, like you feel that on your scalp. And then he goes, no, like yours. Now, I'm going to assume if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know what my hair looks like. It's not a fade. No. He's like, you know, like a little bit short on the sides, a little bit longer on the top. I'm like, that's not a fade. My bad, obviously, because like I obviously didn't do a good enough consultation, but I was also 17. But at the same time, what is like the terminology that we use? And someone taught him that. Like someone was like, oh yeah, you get a fade. I'm wondering if it was just like an angry hairdresser that was like, if you bitch, if you go anywhere else and you ask for a fade, they're going <laughs> to fuck that shit up. That is the That's only time we should teach clients what the services are. It's to get. lie to them. So if they go somewhere else, it gets fucked up and they have to come back to you to fix exactly. it. Exactly. I also learned recently that the male version of a Karen is a Dave. Oh. Which sucks for me. But don't ever call me Dave. Our assistant sometimes calls me Dave and I hate it. But the way he <laughs> says it is so great. Hey, what's up, Dick? <laughs> Drew, if you're listening. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, it's those stories that really like they stick with you. They kind of determine how you go back out into the world of hair. I don't really work with a lot of men now mm-hmm. because of Dave. <laughs> There's a lot of triggering and trauma happening in this industry, and I don't think people talk about it enough. We like to. <laughs> but I Like think, the guy that would like masturbate under the cape. Oh my God. When we By the were, way, that guy exists ev- in every county. <laughs> Everyone who's listening is like, oh yeah. Yeah. That guy. That guy. We, he just we bounces. Have, we have him. I remember when I was an educator, I could not tell you how many times mm. I had, I literally would rip the cape off and be like, get the hell out of this business. Like, you are not going to talk to students that way. You are not going to touch yourself inappropriately. You are not going to insanity. We had a client. Oh my God. We 
I had a client one time when we were educators who liked all the pretty girls. And so he'd book with girls. And so I had a clever plan because we weren't allowed to, he didn't do anything wrong. So we weren't really allowed to kick him out. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was just it, gross. It was just kind of gross. And like, ugh, it was just weird. Easy. And obviously we're all waiting for him to do something so we could just like kick him out. And, yeah. and you know, you're like, did you hear the way he breathes? He's got to go. <laughs> Get him out. He's breathing heavy. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought to myself, cause I'm clever, he'll book with a girl. Then I'll book him with a guy. So we book him with a guy. And it was a really... Are you booking with like a Jamie, like a, a unisex name or like a, a gender neutral name? Like I can't remember who I booked him with, but I booked him with definitely, it was definitely a guy. And so when he came in, I was like, oh, you know, Sarah, I can't do your hair. It's going to be, you know, James. Mm-hmm. And so we go upstairs because we there was an elevator to go upstairs to do the service. And James does his hair. And then all of a sudden, James comes back upstairs and goes, I go, are you okay? Because you look kind of weird. I'm like, are you okay? Thinking I had solved the, all of our problems. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, that guy just kissed me in the elevator. <laughs> God. And this whole do? time, we're like, I'm trying to protect the girls. And then I get one of the other, the male students har- sexually harassed oh in the elevator. Oh my God. Oh, was that rough? Was that the thing that he was able to go? I don't know. I quit. <laughs> oh my gosh. The worst thing is when there's medical emergencies. <sighs> Like when people pass out, we're like, how? By the way, does anyone who's listening know what to do if their client passes out? You should definitely do some training. Yeah, because it happens and no one's no one's ready. It does. So again, I don't cut hair anymore, but we were taught to make people stand up behind the chair to cut a one leg. We had to take them and like put them behind the chair. They had to hold on to the chair. We had to tell them not to lock their knees, which I don't think people know what it means to lock their knees. Yeah, I did that. But then they would lock their knees and then they just fall over. It would happen at least two or three times a week. I swear to you. I would just, every time someone was doing a one length cut, I was just like on guard to like, who do I have to catch? Get the ambulance ready. My phone was ready. Okay, they're fine. I'm okay. Like it was insane. I don't know if people still do that. I mean... I sometimes, like, I cut. So I, I will sometimes make people stand up. But it's only if, like, if they're shorter than me, it helps yeah. length. And standing up helps the hair fall naturally and all that. But, I mean, no. Yeah, but people would pass anymore. out left and right. It's insane. I told the story to the left, on, like, but... one of the, like, a <laughs> <laughs> oh, This is called Delirious. I told this story on an episode forever ago, but I'm going to tell it again. For In 2016? Any, probably. But I'm going to tell it again. But one of my favorite uh, medical emergency stories... Was uh, I there? Huh? Was I? Oh, wait. No, this is when I worked in a salon. Is this the perm? This was the perm. <laughs> so I had a perm client <laughs> because this is back when... Who didn't speak any English. It was in this commission salon where you did everything. So I did pedicures. I did nails. Oh yeah, I did if perms. You, yeah, if you got your license in you, the early two thousands, yeah. you were doing everything. If you had an open book on your books, it was free game. Yep. You get whatever someone comes in. This for. client wants a manicure. I don't do manicures, but you do now. You do now. So figure it out. Like you're YouTubing. Like <laughs> they want gel gel manicure. Like I'm I don't, pretty sure I had a flip phone back then, not to like age myself. Like but, a motor, like a no, like a sidekick. Like oh. it had the internet, but like not really. <laughs> I remember being like, right. I'd be like. And then you'd be like, it's Google. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> look, it says Google on it. Like, and I thought that was like the coolest thing ever. Or it had AOL on it. Act, you would try like, you'd, I had a Blackberry and you'd accidentally hit the internet. You'd try to get out of yeah, it. Yeah, because it would charge, charge you like $100. $100. Oh 
Oh my gosh. Okay. Back to you. Back so to the perm. This guy came in and booked an appointment for his new bride. <laughs> okay. She wanted it's already a perm. weird. It's already weird. It's already male ordery. Yep. And Men come to find that. out she was a male order bride. She's very sweet. Oh, wait. She was for real? Oh, for real. Oh. Like, <laughs> it was, it was openly discussed. No, it was. <laughs> he made the appointment for her. She spoke no English. She was from Italy. And through, again, how I just said, you have to assume your clients speak a different language. She legit <laughs> spoke a different language. We were, I was showing pictures. We were nodding, smiling, thumbs up, thumbs down. Why this was allowed? She was just actually asking Sid for help. Yeah. And I didn't take a hint. So it's like, perm, tight, tight. Oh my God, I hope everybody's like dying listening to this. So I do it. I mean, this is the best perm I have, and only perm. The first, only, and best perm I've ever done. And last. And last. Actually, no. My last perm I ever did was on you. It was me. I did. I got a perm one. I did. So. That was not the best. In the kitchen, it was not the best. This was the best. I worked so hard on this. No one had ever taught me to do the chemical part of a perm because in hair school, you roll them like it's your job, but you don't ever actually <laughs> use the perm. chemicals yeah. because it costs money and it's expensive. Or as my grandma calls it, a permanent. A permanent. So I legit read that box over and over and over again. No one else in the salon had ever done one. I was panicking. The one old lady that worked there wasn't there that day. She mm-hmm. hurt her arm. So I had like no one to help me. I did it. Everything went well. Everything's going good. It's time to take the rollers out and do the solution. I'm doing everything in the bowl. And all of a sudden, I see like smoke. And I'm like thinking her hair's on fire because it's coming. It's coming at us. And I panic and I go and get another stylist. And I'm trying to smile at her. I'm standing over her. Thumbs up. Everything's fucking great. And it wasn't. And I'm my the other stylist. The other stylist is trying to help me get these rollers out, and she's looking at me with panic, so and I'm looking at her like, "Don't her, panic." So you're both thinking that her head's on fire. Yeah, her hair's burning off in the bowl. Right. That's not what happened. The water heater exploded. <laughs> so we then had to go tell our boss, and I'm still trying to get this freaking chemicals out of her hair. I opened, luckily, the back door, aka the smoking <laughs> area where we all used to smoke cigarettes. Oh, yeah, because if you got your license in the early 2000s, you also smoked. You didn't eat. You just smoked cigarettes <laughs> all the time. And so I opened the back door to let some of the smoke out. I can't tell her what the hell's going on. But all of a sudden, these like, as a lesbian, I can fully say these firemen were the most hunkiest firemen I've ever seen in my life. I was like, you... You're not real. Like, this is Chippendales. Like, this can't be real. They, I mean, every single one of them were like, they were like just eight feet tall and huge and buff. And like, and she's looking at me like, why are they there? And so luckily I finished. Because <laughs> your hair's up. Yeah. I brought her up front. I don't, I think I just scrunched her. I don't even remember. You're it was like, so okay, long you're ago. good to go. You're good. I just, another thumbs, thumbs up. up. And she was already paid for. And she left. I never saw her again. She's probably I hope killed. She's okay. <laughs> she probably we will never hear from her again. <laughs> oh my god! It's such a traumatic story. I will never do another. You had to beg me to do a perm on you. I was so upset. I mean, and I don't even think I did it right because I didn't want to perm on a body wave. <laughs> which really, it was just a smelly perm. <laughs> my hair it stunk smelled, up my whole condo. My hair smelled like skunk for like two weeks. That's when you grew your hair out really long, and we used to do the. Destroy the Hairdresser YouTube show, which we have since oh, deleted yeah. all those episodes. We should bring it back. We tried YouTube. We're not YouTube people. We don't have the gift. 
of YouTube. We have the gift of gab, now the gift of video editing. <laughs> the gift of gab. Um, but yeah, it. Yeah, my experience. This podcast has no point, but There's I hope no it point. gave you some happiness, some entertainment. We needed a fun episode. So you guys have had enough of us, yeah. right? Okay, perfect. <laughs> Good. Satisfied. <laughs> See you next month. Next time on Destroy the Hairdresser, the podcast. I think people are probably curious, and I, I know people are listening like, oh my God, this is me in some mm-hmm. level. What was the turning point where you were like, oh yeah, there's something wrong. How do we get to the yoga retreat? Is, is really what I'm asking. <laughs> it was not a yoga retreat. It was a level <laughs> one psychiatric hospital. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> You're like, how did this happen? Were they at least doing yoga? <laughs> I did yoga in the rec room downstairs. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. I'm just laughing no. at the, the setup that I see in this situation. <laughs>